Welcome to Fantasy Fishing Edge, podcast about all things fantasy fishing and bass fishing in general. I'm Rich Lindgren, a.k.a. Hellabass. Find me at Hellabass on all popular social platforms and YouTube. This podcast is simulcast on YouTube as well, so if you prefer to watch the video version, search Fantasy Fishing Edge or Hellabass on YouTube to subscribe. There are also links to all these social media platforms and YouTube in the podcast descriptions. Enjoy the episode. All right, going live tonight to talk about fancy fishing. Um, I'm sure a few of you guys uh, were probably wondering where this video was, and now we are getting it underway. Uh, was busy fishing a uh, Bass Nation Minnesota TOC qualifier all week last week, so really didn't have a chance to break away. I thought about the stream from the cabin we were at, but the Wi-Fi was really terrible, to be honest. So. Uh, so we're going to do it on Sunday night, impromptu. May still do another stream Wednesday night, but this is going to be the Fantasy Fishing Edge Picks show for St. Clair, the podcast, the whole thing. This will be uh, all in one shot. So if you guys got questions as we're going through this, uh, let me know. Uh, we're going to go through some of the picks. Uh, first of all, while we're warming up, I want to thank Bass Utopia uh, for sponsoring the, uh, the Fantasy Fishing Edge show for this season. They're giving away great prizes I think gift cards to Omnia Fishing for all the group winners. So make sure you're in my group. Uh, and if you're not, uh, get there and join. So you got a chance to win some uh, some stuff and uh, can buy some tackles. So let's get into uh, the picks. Um, I just realized I went live on YouTube and I uh, didn't use my streaming software. So I won't be able to share my screen tonight. But I wanted to test out something new since we're doing kind of an impromptu um, show. So we'll just be me talking and my, uh, my stupid face. If you've got any questions, uh, leave them in the comments down there and I'll kind of check those as we go. Um, so just kind of rewind. I had fairly good tournaments at St. Lawrence. If you followed along, I picked both the Johnson. So I had the winner of the seventh place and Polnick and 10. So I had three in the top 10 got bonus points for Chris Johnson leading the final day. But my bucket A and bucket B guys really kind of let me down. Bill Lone and Ralph Nestor, uh, 32nd and 48th, just, just didn't really cut it for A and B anglers. So that was a bit frustrating uh, in hindsight for the St. Lawrence. Uh, Champlain, uh, a little better. Um, we uh, got Hartman and Fighter, both who finished second and third. They both had a chance to win. Uh, and then I had John Cox in C, who kind of finished in the 70s or 69th, and that was really frustrating. I was expecting a lot more from him. Uh, Brian Schmidt for Bucket D was very solid at 26. Uh, and then Bob Downey, okay, kind of 50th or so. Uh, I always want to get a little more, but and I think for Bucket E, you know, it's kind of a wild card. But I got mad bonus points. Hartman got me 55 bonus points, and Fighter got me 40 for days leading the tournament, big bags, and big bass for the tournament. So uh, that really helped things out quite a bit. Um, I don't know how the rest of you guys do in your uh, New York swing so far. Leave me a comment. Let me know how things went for you. Um, so let's get into Lake St. Clair and let's talk about the picks for St. Clair. So kind of a few things that are interesting for St. Clair. Um, Again, they're only fishing the American waters uh, this week at St. Clair. 
Uh, official practice started earlier today, so they have Sunday today, Monday, Tuesday, and tournament, I believe, is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I believe, unless there's an off day in there. I'll have to check. <clears throat> but it is going to be on ESPN2. Again, a bunch of live coverage, so make sure you watch for that and you want to tune in for that. The uh, But it's U.S. only water, so there's a lot of water that's Canadian. I think it might be half or a little more than half is Canadian water in St. Clair, and they are not going to be allowed to fish that this week. So that is going to make this a much smaller fishery. It's going to take a lot of the very popular areas out of the equation, a lot of the areas that people have done well in the past. Uh, won't be fishable. They're going to have to find fish in different areas. They are going to let them fish a little bit more of the Detroit River, I believe all the way to the mouth of Lake Erie. And then they can actually go out into Huron uh, the other direction. So for guys that like that big water, uh, that's going to be an option. Um, so that may factor in. Um, but Lake St. Clair is fishing so well right now. I think there's a need to go out to Huron to win this tournament. I actually think you might be doing detriment to yourself to go out to one of the big lakes. Uh, for instance, the Super Tournament for FLW just happened. They had a bunch of guys running from Sandusky all the way to St. Clair just to fish that, and they couldn't fish Canadian waters either. Now, granted, very few of them did that. So, you know, they had the water all to themselves. They weren't competing against tournament anglers, but I'm sure there was BFL anglers and tournament anglers and local anglers out there. So um, I expect most of the anglers are going to stick tight to St. Clair or the Connecting Rivers, uh, and I really think it's going to be one out of Lake St. Clair. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Got a few coming in. Make sure you hit that thumbs up if you're watching. This will be a quick stream tonight. Um, feel free to, to leave some questions in the chat below. We'll try to answer those before we get into the picks. And if, and, and just, if you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you check out Omnia Fishing. Uh, great selection of tackle. They have a lot of great deals. Customer service. And uh, you can use code richlingren 15 to get 15% off any order there if you want. And I will put that down in the live chat. Uh, for those that want that. In case you want. So just a reminder, that is available for you guys. Uh, they're shipping like same day, next day. You get things very quickly. Uh, you know, free shipping over $50, all the typical stuff that you'd want. So let's talk about St. Clair. So if you recall, uh, was it late September, early October, they had the AOI championship for Bass Elite. The top 50 fished it. Uh, Fighter absolutely crushed him there. I think he had 77 pounds after three days, and he was kind of laying off of them and inviting his friends in the last few days to fish this spot. So I believe some of that might have been in Canada, but either way, that shows you the potential of this lake. Um, that definitely the 100-pound could be threatened for all smallies this week at St. Clair. I don't know if it's going to happen. If it was going to be a little later in the year, I think it'd be a lot more likely. Um, but I still think it's definitely a possibility to see that 100-pound mark threatened uh, for a four-day tournament of smallmouth this week. Let's get into the picks. I do have my pundit article up at BassmasterFantasy.com. You can read that. That's been up about a week. So Bucket E, uh, Bill Lowen and Lee Livesey are grabbing the, the gain share of the percentage owned it's like 66%. So two-thirds of all the ownership is those uh, those two anglers. Um, they're definitely two of the biggest names in this bucket. Um, but Bill Lowen just hasn't been fishing super great lately. Like um, when he's hot, he, he's a guy you can ride in fancy fishing. But for some reason this year, it's just not clicking. Uh, it happens to all of us. Lee, so Lee Livesey had a great first year in the elites. This year, he's been kind of mired in bucket E most of the year. 
Um, definitely not a small mouth specialist. I know he's been working on his small mouth game. He's been kind of staying up in New York and Michigan fishing small mouth ever since they left Lake Champlain. So maybe that will do him well. Maybe that's something you want to think about at 23%. But for me, I'm gonna, this is the one time I'm definitely going to go with a bit of a dark horse. I'm going to take Brett Pruitt. In uh, the only other visit to St. Clair, which was maybe 2017, he had an 18th place finish on Lake St. Clair. So whether that was uh, lightning striking or whether he figured something out in that tournament, the rest of his northern track record is very spotty at best. But I'm hoping to, to capitalize on that low percentage. And uh, there was just nobody else that really got me excited in Bucket E. So I'm kind of grasping onto that one tournament in, uh, in 2017. Uh, for Bucket E, and you know, if he could get me a top twenty this week, uh, or even a top forty cash ten thousand dollars check, I'd be ecstatic if Brett Pruitt could get me that kind of points this week. I don't know who you guys. Let me a comment below. Let me know who you guys have in Bucket E. If you're watching along, I'd be interested to see who you guys are picking as well. Uh, Bucket D, um, John Cruz and Greg DePalma have about 50%, half, a little over half of the percentage. Uh, John Cruz, normally a, a decent angler. He does okay up north, but he does not have a great track record in the north. I mean, he usually does okay, um, but he doesn't crush him up there. And I, I'm not sure why, because he seems like he's a very talented angler, very well-rounded. I don't know why he wouldn't be able to do that. Um, he definitely could have a good event here. Uh, there's a few other guys to maybe look at in this event. You know, Carl Jockerson has done well up north, but he's he's a scary fantasy pick. He does very well sometimes, doesn't do well sometimes. Uh, Brian Snowden has been good up north, but not necessarily on Lake St. Clair. Uh, so there's a lot of guys. Uh, you know, Derek Hudnell might be a guy to consider. Um, he's been doing better and better on the northern swings lately. But for me, I'm going to go with Destin Marion, who's only at 3%. Um, I know he pre-practiced this event. He has a ton of experience fishing the big water of like Erie is, would be like his home water. So he really understands smallmouth fishing. I know he pre-practiced. He liked what he saw. Not sure how much he spent in the U.S. versus the Canadian side back then. But I feel like Destin has kind of been right on the cusp of having a breakout event this year. And I'm hoping it's this week at Lake St. Clair. In my article, my dark horse pick uh, was Caleb Summerall. Uh, just a guy that's been fishing pretty well, starting to figure things out in the northern swing. Um, he's definitely a dark horse of sorts, but if you're looking for a real low percentage person, uh, maybe look at Caleb Summerall as something a little different in bucket D. All right, moving on to bucket C. We are starting to get into the meat of things, and now we have our first Johnston and Canadian sighting uh, in bucket C. So all alone, uh, Chris Johnson has got almost 60% of the ownership in bucket C. Uh, not a real bargain, but I expect him to have a pretty good tournament this week. Uh, he's got a really good track record at FLW, whether it's the tour events or some of like the Costa Everstart stuff. He's fished a lot of events on St. Clair. Now I'm guessing a lot of that could be Canadian waters, but you know, if you, if you understand smallmouth from these types of fisheries, you should be able to figure it out regardless. Uh, Garrett Paquette, who's kind of a local, um, definitely did not have a good performance in the AOI championship. Uh, and actually, I believe didn't make it into the classic because of that. Um, so there's not a lot of tournament data, but I know he fishes it a lot. So if you're looking for a local angler, Garrett Paquette could be good. Um, I'm going with Chris Johnson. Uh, you know, points are points in fantasy fishing. Uh, if you get 12, 13, 1400 points, it doesn't matter what the percentages are. 
uh, you're going to move up. Um, so I'm taking Chris Johnson this week, and my dark horse this week is Cliff Perch. So if you're looking for that lower percentage kind of gamble, uh, Cliff Perch has been really solid on smallmouth fisheries uh, his whole career. So take a good look at uh, Cliff Perch, the Golden Ram, and the, the Visor. So bucket B, we are looking at, we got another Johnston. Uh, so Corey Johnson's in this bucket, which is interesting because, you know, it, he really might be looking to, to kind of uh, get, you know, one up his brother after his brother won on St. Lawrence. This could be, you know, I'm sure he wants a blue trophy really bad. So if you look at that uh, at 38%, uh, Corey could be a really good pick and he might be the better Johnston uh, for St. Clair. It's really hard to say, but I could definitely see that. Um, Kind of shine through. There's a lot of decent anglers in bucket B. Um, I look at guys like uh, Keith Combs that loves to throw crankbaits. They definitely eat crankbaits at Lake St. Clair. Uh, he's done well on places like Lake Malax and other places uh, on northern fisheries. Uh, Lester seems like he's always a threat uh, on smallmouth fisheries, or at least can be. Obviously, he let me down on the St. Lawrence River. Stetson Blaylock, uh, a solid angler. Uh, has seen this a lot on the FLW and Bassmaster uh, events. But overall, I'm going to go with Zeldane. Zeldane, last year in the Wayo Championship, really felt like he was on something. He caught an absolute monster small. I think it was one of the big fish of the events. It seemed like he was really on the cusp of having a really good tournament, but he couldn't quite put it all together. So uh, with him have a slow start this year, I believe this is where he really starts to turn the gas up to make a push up in the AOI standings. I think this is where he kind of positions himself to make a run as we get into the grind of the Southern swing that will be this summer and fall. Uh, so I like Seldane to, to make up some ground here. And uh, at 18%, I actually think he's a pretty good bargain uh, in bucket B over Corey Johnston. If you're looking for somebody with a lower percentage, somebody that is super comfortable with spinning rods, somebody that really understands Northern smallies, look at Minnesota's Austin Felix. Uh, I, I would expect him to have a really solid tournament this week and uh, a really good pick. So if you're looking for, you know, a favorite, go with Johnson or Zeldane. If you're looking for something a little bit more obscure, definitely take a look at Austin Felix or maybe Keith Combs. All right. So we're cruising on along here. Bucket A. I don't see any questions yet. I don't know if you guys, anybody's in here, but uh, leave me a question. Let me know how the sound is uh, in the stream or if there's anything uh, that you want me to work on here. Uh, but I'm just going to assume it sounds good unless I hear something from you guys. Uh, bucket A, absolute hammer smallmouth fishermen. Uh, I know overused term is hammer, but there are so many good anglers uh, in bucket A. Um, I think there are a handful of guys to really look at. I think Takudu Ito, he's really been making a name for himself. He's been really doing well in this northern swing. Jeff Gustafson, uh, Chad Pipkins, Paul Mueller, Hartman, Paul Nick Fighter, all guys, anglers that are fully capable of winning this event. Uh, out of bucket A, and I think that's really what you hope to get out of bucket A as somebody that's contending for the win, uh, weighing monster bags, trying to get you those bonus points for big fish and big bag and, and leading the event. Um, Polonek obviously coming off the, the Champlain win, Hartman coming off uh, some a couple strong tournaments, Euler coming off almost winning the uh, St. Lawrence. Uh, so there's a lot of guys that are fishing super well in this tournament. Uh, for me, my pick is definitely Seth Fighter. Um, I feel like he almost feels like he's gotten robbed on Champlain the past couple times. Um, I really think he wants to 
break this hundred pound mark that he's been, you know, he's almost done it. He would have done it twice. I think in those two AOI tournaments on the lax and St. Clair, but they were three day tournaments. I think he really wants to be the one, the first angler, the guy that breaks that hundred pound mark in a four day tournament uh, with all smallmouth. Plus he just became a new dad. Again, he just uh, had a, uh, his, his new daughter, Violet, uh, like this week or last week. So that, that baby mojo with uh, almost winning, getting his first blue trophy, catching 100 pounds, I just feel like it's going to happen this week. So I'm, I'm picking fighter, even though he's almost 50% of the ownership. Um, I don't care. I think he, uh, he's, the, he's the angler to pick. Um, I think, you know, Mueller uh, could be really good. Pipkins could be good. I, I don't know if Kiffin's going to stay in St. Clair or if he's going to be uh, going out to Huron. I know I heard him on an interview saying that he really prefers to fish Erie or Huron in the big lakes. He doesn't really like how shallow uh, St. Clair is and how much you have to roam and the schools move and there's a lot of drifting and just refining the fish. He likes to pull up on isolated humps, boulders, rock points, and fish like that. So it'd be really interesting to see what Pipkins does. If he's not comfortable fishing St. Clair and he really wants to go out and fish Huron or something like that, that could be really a boomer bust thing. So that makes him a slightly riskier pick uh, in fancy fishing, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so I think uh, a lot of great anglers to look at in this bucket. And uh, Mueller, I think, is my backup. Uh, if I don't want Seth, I'm going to go with Mueller. I think uh, his pan optics, him almost winning on the St. Lawrence, uh, you know, he just he really feels comfortable uh, on these smallie fisheries. And I think he's really starting to figure it out. Overall, I'm not sure they're going to quite break that 100 pounds. I'm looking at, I have my tiebreaker currently set at 94 pounds, 7 ounces which is still uh, an absolute monster four-day total for smallmouth. I would love to see him break the 100-pound mark. I would be super excited. That would be awesome to see that on Bassmaster Live or on ESPN2 uh, during the coverage. Um, so that, that's my take on Lake St. Clair. Uh, I don't know if there's last call for any questions anybody has uh, in the chat. But uh, as far as uh, what's going on with me as we're wrapping things up here, uh, I'm kind of in between weeks. Last week, I fished the Bass Nation uh, qualifier on Whitefish Chain in Minnesota. Uh, there'll be some videos coming out, probably a practice video tomorrow, day one uh, of the week, and then probably day two video uh, a week from tomorrow, and you'll kind of see how that tournament unfolded. It was a pretty solid tournament. Uh, I had a pretty good event. Um, I won't leave all the, let all the details out. If you really want to see it, you can probably uh, check me up on Facebook or Instagram if you really want all the details, or if you want to wait for the videos. And kind of watch it unfold that'd be cool too i'm working on a guest for wednesday night live stream uh, if you got some ideas leave some in the comments below either in the live chat or in the uh the comments of the video once it's published i'm hoping to get that done so there should be a couple of videos this week should be a live stream and then next week i'll probably leave friday night um heading up to lake vermilion for the uh bass nation northern divisional so last year i qualified from island lake in our state tournament to move on to this tournament uh, I'm super excited to go up and fish for a million uh, for a whole week and fish, you know, hopefully three days in the Bass Nation uh, Northern Divisional and, uh, you know, try to punch my ticket to the national championship again uh, for a second time. So that's what's on the docket with me. Be patient if my uh, Instagram and the YouTube is not consistent as much the next couple weeks because I'm going to really be focused on fishing the tournament. So I'm going to try to get all my editing done this week. So there's some content for this week and next week but I will be busy fishing tournaments next week and uh, getting a bunch more great content, content for the following week and then a lot more tournament video coverage. So it's really my favorite videos to produce are my tournament videos. I hope you guys enjoy them, uh, but that's what's going on with me. 
Uh, but we're going to keep this short and sweet. We'll keep this right to about 20 minutes tonight. I appreciate the few that tuned in live. I know a lot of you will catch the replay. Uh, afterwards, go ahead and leave comments below on you know, what your picks are, what you like about my picks, where you, what you think your strategy is for Lake St. Clair. And uh, good luck to you all. Uh, make sure you join my Beat Hellabass Fantasy Fishing Group um, on BassmasterFantasy.com. Make sure you check out Bassutopia and OmniaFishing.com. Uh, and uh, Rich Slinger and 15 is the code to get you 15% off at Omnia Fishing. So with all that being said, uh, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, comment if you're new to the channel, uh, and hit that like button. And until next time, here to help you catch more bass and suck less. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.